I don't know about y'all, but I want to be free. I want to walk in my light. I want to walk in my power. I want to walk in my purpose because that is my divine birthright. That is your divine birthright. That is our divine birthright. another episode of silent hour podcast i'm your host shamina hayes and we are on episode four today we are diving deep into part three of the untethered soul and it's all about freeing yourself so in this part of the book michael talks a lot about fear which is interesting because fear is honestly really one of the main reasons a lot of us isn't experiencing inner freedom So last episode, we talked about energy blocks. And on page 73, he reiterates that when your energy is blocked, it can't come up and feed your heart. He also says that fear is caused by blockages in the flow of your energy and that fear is the cause of every problem. He mentions that fear is one of the lowest vibrations. So when we're operating from low vibes, Everything just always seemed to bother us because we are so closed. We are so afraid. We're not open to what people in life have to offer. He says on page 71, because of fear, you'll try to create a world around you that is predictable, controllable, and definable. You'll try to create a world that doesn't stimulate your fears. And so fear is the reason that many of us decide, and yes, decide because it's a choice that we make, we decide to remain in our comfort zones. And we miss out on the full transcendence of self. And we miss out on utilizing the gifts that God instilled in all of us to fulfill the purpose of servitude because of this fear. And so because fear is the cause of every problem, that means fear is all in our minds. Because remember in episode two, we talked about how problems only exist in our minds, right? So we're creating these fears in our mind. These fears don't exist anywhere else. Now I want to acknowledge our fears real quick. When you think of your fears, what are they? And I want you all to write this down. So when I journaled about my fears, They consisted of things like fear of failing, um, the fear of rejection. I feared what people say or thought about me. Fear of not experiencing motherhood. And if I did get to experience motherhood, I feared I'd be a bad mom. I had a fear of dying in a car accident, a fear of darkness, fear of the unknown. And I feared being single forever. Like, and the list just kept going and going. So with these fears that we create, what do do we then do? 
page 70 to 71 basically says that we go through life attempting to create safety and control and we attempt to keep our fears and our insecurities and our weaknesses from being stimulated. So let's now use my fears as an example. And if you made a list just now, you can do this too. I want you to write down ways that you'll attempt to avoid these fears. And so I'm gonna use a few of mine. So with my fear of failing, I'll just never try. I'll just never try. My fear of rejection, um, I'll avoid putting myself out there and also I'll avoid getting too close people and um, letting them get too close to me. My fear of what people might think or say about me, that's easy. I'll either become who I think people want me to be and I'll make sure that everything I do is acceptable to them or I'll just isolate myself altogether. My fear of not being a mom. Um, I'll, I'll just lie to myself and others and just decide that I don't even want kids. And my fear of being single forever. No biggie, I'll just settle for whatever comes my way. And by doing this, I think that I am protecting myself. I believe that I am playing it safe. But what I'm doing is I'm trapping myself. I'm holding myself hostage. I'm blocking myself from experiencing a full life because I'm now afraid of life. And I'm now against life. I'm living life in defense mode. My whole life is now built around avoiding and quote unquote protecting myself from these inner fears. And then because I'm so afraid and I'm so close and I'm vibrating so low, I begin to project, project my fears and my worries and my insecurities on other people. I become a Debbie Downer or a negative Nancy not realizing that all of this negative energy I'm putting out is going to come back to me. I'm now manifesting everything that I was trying to avoid. And this was, this was really me. I was a negative Nancy. I'll never forget this day for some reason. Years ago, my best friend and I were talking. And she's probably going to listen like, oh my God, this story again. But <laughs> I think it's super relevant. I forgot what we were talking about. But I remember I just kept saying things that I didn't like. And then finally, she just looked at me and was like, well, what do you like? And... I honestly could not answer that question. I was so focused on the things that I didn't like. I had no idea what I did like. My energy centers were so blocked. I wasn't aware of the low vibes I was putting out. I had so much pain and so much fear inside that it showed. It showed. Page 82, Singer describes these fears as an inner thorn. He says that the truth is the thorn completely runs your entire life. It affects all your decisions, including where you go, whom you're comfortable with, and who is comfortable with you. Imagine being the person no one wants to be around because you're just so closed and so negative. Singer continues, it turns out that the life 
of protecting yourself from your problems becomes a perfect reflection of the problem itself. We look at that. Look at this limited life you just created for yourself because you decided to choose fear. So why do we put so much work and energy into avoiding our fears from being stimulated anyway? Answers to prevent pain, to prevent inner pain. So what this means is something painful had to have happened to us or someone else in the past in order to create this fear of experiencing feeling like that again, right? And so last episode is about to come full circle. So we experienced a disturbance in the past, right? We held on to it. We felt pain from it, but we didn't release it. We buried it instead of processing it. And it caused all these blockages. And we made a decision to just spend the rest of our lives avoiding ever feeling that pain again. We fear feeling that pain again. Page 101, Michael says, your attempt to avoid pain has created layer upon layer of sensitivities that are all linked to the hidden pain. So again, instead of processing why something is bringing us such pain and sitting with it so that we can release it, we just think and think and think of more ways we can avoid this said pain. In page 102, he says, since we avoid the core pain, we end up bringing the potential for pain into everything that happens. We end up so sensitive that we are unable to live in this world without getting hurt. So let's use my fear of rejection to make sense of this. Let's say um, I still haven't processed why I'm afraid of rejection and instead use that energy to just come up with ways to avoid it. So allow me to introduce you to my inner voices. <laughs> so to avoid rejection, I'll just, I'll just avoid putting myself out there. I'll avoid letting people get close to me and I'll avoid getting close to people. And what else? Um, oh, I won't ever start a conversation first. And if I'm thinking of someone, I'll just wait until they reach out to me. Also, I'm not ever going to apply to a job that I think I'll be good at because who am I fooling? They're not going to call me back anyway. So why bother, right? I'm not going to post on social media the things I really want to post because I'm going to lose followers and no one's going to like any pictures of mine. I won't get any likes and it's going to be so devastating. Oh, and I won't dare post my business. No one's going to support that. Actually, I won't even bother starting my business. I'll just be sure to always overthink everything I do or say. And if I do that, there's no way I'm going to experience rejection. So I'm safe. Are we safe? How psychotic is that? These voices are crazy. (laughs) What a life, huh? How draining is this? Now let's create another level to this. Let's say one day I'm on Instagram and I see my friends out. I immediately check my phone to see if they called or text me and then come to find out they didn't. My heart drops. My eyes get watery. I feel sad. I feel left out and oh my God, it's happening. I feel rejected. All of this work, 
all of this energy I put into preventing this from happening, and here it is, happening. And then here comes these voices again. Well, maybe you don't, you don't fit in. They just don't like you. It's probably because you're no fun, and they think you're lame, and they go on and on and on. Y'all know how these voices do. Now, my heart is so closed. I feel so upset. And I'm now passive aggressive because I'm too afraid. I'm too afraid to communicate and admit my feelings to them because why? I'll just be rejected again. So I'll just bury this too. Do y'all see this? It's just this unnecessary cycle, unnecessary cycle that runs and ruins your life in connection with people. And if we're not living life and connecting, how are we growing? Fear kills our growth. This fear causes us to suffer in our minds and in our reality. On page um, 102, Michael gives us a different perspective to look at things. And I've actually seen a visual and a video of what he's describing. Um, it was a video that was basically explaining just how small we are in comparison to the entire galaxy. So if we were able to even step out and look at our galaxy, just picture a black screen and a white dot. And that white dot is our entire galaxy. Our entire galaxy is this one dot. And so watching that video, it's just a reminder for me of how small and irrelevant my worries are, how minuscule my problems are. And that video, that video definitely shrunk my ego. It was always my problems, my fears, my worries, me, 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 I, I, I. When we focus too much on self, we miss out on our mission here. When are we going to realize that it's not about us? We are all part of a bigger picture. And why do we need to, to, to know and to see this picture for us to understand this? We need to let go of the idea that things and people have to be a certain way for us to be okay. Check yourself, go within, heal the parts of you that is causing you to react before you get upset that someone didn't like your picture or someone didn't greet you the way you wanted to be greeted or you got fired or you got a pimple or someone was hating on you or someone said something about your outfit or someone ignored you or didn't respond to your text. It's okay. If someone ignored you, fine, let it go. You don't know what someone else is dealing with. Just take it as a grain of salt. And if it's really bothering you, instead of feeding your ego, how about reaching back out to say, hey, I noticed you never got back to me. Are you okay? This ego and this fear of rejection is preventing us from being compassionate people. These blockages are preventing us from operating from and with love. How dare we give these things and people the permission to cause us pain? Why do we give people and things that much power over us that it affects who we are at the core? None of what we fear, none of what we worry about matters on 
the grand scheme of things. Life will be life. Life will be life just as it is. So knowing this, do you want to carry that burden and risk not experiencing all that life has to offer, all that life is? Or do you want to let go and live a life of freedom and peace and abundance? Using your God-given gifts to be of service to others. Making a positive impact on people's lives. I don't know about y'all, but I want to be free. I want to walk in my light. I want to walk in my power. I want to walk in my purpose because that is my divine birthright. That is your divine birthright. That is our divine birthright. So how do we do this? Well, the good news is it's never too late. We can actually start right now in this moment. We know that fear is self-imposed. So if we were able to create fear, we can definitely destroy fear. So right now, make a commitment to yourself to do the work, to spend time with you. To acknowledge that, yes, you have buried your fear and your pain, but now you're ready to come face to face with them. And ask your fear, why are you here? Where did you come from? And sit with it. Sit with it for however long and then release it. Let it go. Page 87 Singer says, let things go. Awareness does not fight. Awareness releases. Release the fear of what others think of you. Sit with yourself and ask yourself, what do I think of me? What does God think of me? Those are the only opinions that matter. Let's begin to change our relationship with fear and pain. Yes, let it warn us, but we can't let it paralyze us. We can let it help build us and transform us into the best versions of ourselves. Let's start practicing a life of detachment. When you have the mindset that nothing belongs to you and that everything, every single thing is borrowed, you'll never fear losing it. Instead, you'll learn presence, you'll learn gratitude, and you'll experience freedom. You'll learn to embrace all things as they come, and you'll learn to release them as they leave. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 13 says, the last sentence of that verse says, they accepted the fact that they were like visitors and strangers here on earth. That's what we are, guys. We're visitors. Nothing is permanent. Everything is temporary. So why not enjoy every moment free? Enjoy every moment in joy, in gratitude. We as, as people, we love vacations, right? We can't wait till this pandemic is over to go on vacation. I can't wait to get my vaccine shot so I can go on vacation. I just need to escape. Why do we love vacation so much? 
Because when we go on vacation, we're so free. We're so peaceful. There's no worries. We're just experiencing and embracing the day fully. The days that we're there, we're experiencing them fully because we know it's going to be time to leave. Why not try to live our everyday life as if we're on vacation? Because it's, it's a known fact that there will be a time to leave Earth eventually. The difference with vacations is we know when we're going to leave. Earth, we don't know. So why not practice living each moment to the fullest? When you realize that everything is temporary, you can detach from all things. Detach from the need to control everything. Detach from the ego. Detach from status. Detach from worldly desires. Detaching minimizes fear because we will no longer be worried about the outcome. We'll be free to form a deeper connection with the present moment. So next time fear knocks on your door, answer it with faith. Instead of choosing to live our lives in fear, let's choose to live our lives in faith. And, and by the way, um, the whole chapter 11 of Hebrews, it's all about faith. I mean, there's, there's, faith is all throughout the Bible, but Hebrews chapter 11 is all about faith and how everyone in the Bible chose to live in faith. So if you're struggling with faith, I would definitely recommend chapter 11. So like them, let us choose faith. And let us live, let us let peace and love run our lives. That's how we'll free ourselves. One of my favorite scriptures is um, 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 13 to 14. I have it as my screensaver on my phone, and I, um, I like to look at it as a blueprint of how I want to live my life. And y'all probably know what it is, but it's be on your guard, stand firm in your faith, be courageous, be strong, do everything with love. Look in the mirror and say that to yourself every single day. Or even set an alarm on your phone and when your alarm goes off, recite it to yourself. And I guarantee you, when you recite that verse to yourself, you'll feel more grounded each and every time. Be on your guard. Stand firm in the faith. Be courageous. Be strong. Do everything with love. We have two more parts left of this book. Next week, we'll be going into part four, which is going beyond. I genuinely hope that this book or even these episodes are helping you on your journey somehow. And if it is, please be sure to subscribe and to share this with other, with your friends or other people on social media so that it can help others. And also, I started a group on Facebook called Silent Arrow Podcast so that we can start to build a, you know, a cyber community and create a safe space to hold more discussions together. So please join that group and follow me on Instagram, silenthour.sh. 
And I'm going to, I'm always going to remind you guys that when you silence the mind, the soul will speak. Be kind, be still, be love, be light, be fearless, and just be. Until next week. Thank you.